On today's episode of Oakmox Policy, we talk about weed and our opinions on it. We, uh, we talk about the legalization and, and how our state uh, is doing with that. Uh, we also dive into addiction a little bit also. A little bit. It, yeah, basically, mar- is marijuana addictive? Yeah. Well, yeah, and then we yeah we talk a little. And then bit we talk about, about a little addictive personalities. Go ahead, Jeff. Right. Then we have another wonderful installment of Adam's Escapades. Adam's Escapades, I, second episode, 2. right? Two so, Yeah, two point I guess. Yeah, saying that it's wonderful. This is pretty subjective. It ain't wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting the cat out of the bag in case you haven't listened to episode one, and if you haven't listened to episode one of Adam's Escapades, that's your problem. Hey, not we're mine. gonna find you a lady. Don't you worry. Yeah, yeah. Not on this podcast. You won't. Yeah, <laughs> probably some big burly son of a bitch who wants to hug me. Anyway, you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at OBP Raw. If you have any more questions or comments about Adam's escapades, or if you want to comment on how you feel about the legalization of marijuana, or just you know general comments about weed, please let us know. We'd like to we'd like to hear from you. You can also email us at obppodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to continue the conversation. Send us the goods. Peace, guys. Not great, but I, I got my blood work back from my doctor today. And? It wasn't good. Um, she basically told You're me. You're fat. Well, on top of being fat. He's uh, not fat. Yeah, I'm just huge. Uh, we've, we've established We've established this. that. Yeah, I'm just a, I'm a really large man. But she told me. So I, I screwed up. So you're supposed to fast. They tell you fast for like a minimum eight hours, I think. You didn't fast, did you? No, just listen to me. I did. I fasted completely. Walked into the doctor's office and was parched. And the woman was like, well, you know, we'll get you back in just a minute. And I said, that's fine. I'm super thirsty. And she just, she cut her eyes at me and she said, you haven't had any water? I said, no, you told me to fast. She said, it's going to throw your results off if you don't have water. Cause you, you know, your now your blood is like thicker. It's not diluted. Like it should be. You're not hydrated. You haven't, when's the last time you had anything to drink? And I, I was like, what time is it? You know, it was like 9 a.m. I said, probably about 10 o'clock last night. <laughs> she was like, oh my gosh. Started giving me a bunch of water. And, and she, I mean, she was like, this is moot. This is not going to change anything. So then my results came back and it said that I had uh, like a elevated uric acid. Uh, my liver enzymes were a little elevated. Cholesterol was a little elevated. And insulin was a little elevated. Well, then I looked it all up, and it's basically like every one of those results can be elevated if you're dehydrated. Oh, okay. So my doctor was like, you know, we need to get this under control. I'm going to give you 60 days. Do you want meds or do you want to change your diet? So I'm like, I'm going to change, I'm going to change my diet. So this is basically what she told me. She's like, you need to eat less red meat and drink less beer. <laughs> so I had – and it, I literally – the day before, the day before I got my results, I went out on the lake with a friend of mine. I woke up that morning and I had like, you know, a big egg sandwich. Okay. I had already had a couple beers before I got to his house. Nice. I got to his house, started drinking beer there. We went to the grocery store, bought like 24 
or 30 more beers, beef jerky and God knows what else. We went to the lake, drank beer all day, ate meat straight off a grill, red meat and hot dogs right off a grill all day on top of homemade beef jerky, then got home and drank more beer. Yes. I mean, it was just like, you know, I, it was funny because it was right before I got my results. I was like, yeah, I kind of do eat a lot of red meat. And then if your doctor's listening, he's drinking beer right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 I literally have one in my hand. <laughs> it's cooling my palm. Yeah. You know, but it's funny. She was like, you got to eat less red meat and you got to drink less beer. They told me I could do like red wine and, you know, they're like, you can do all this stuff, but you, you like, you got to change your diet up. What whiskey? So spirits like liquor. Is they have like three categories. They're like beer and meat and mushrooms and all this shit are like really high in uric acid and cholesterol and whatever. I don't even know. So in the middle of that, they're like in moderation. You can have like liquor and spirits. And then over on the good category on the, the right hand side, it's like, you know, red wine, like dry red wine and stuff like that. And, and it's like it's just a healthy diet in general. I mean, because, you know, like white wine's got a lot of sugar in it. Beer, all the carbs in, in beer turn into sugars. Where does Bartles and James fall in this? <laughs> Hop off Bartles the bus with the Zima. Alize. Zima, they have their own category. Yeah. <laughs> they have their own category. Yeah. Speaking of, I'm drinking a Zima right now. Brought to you by Zima. <laughs> not a sponsor. Hashtag not a sponsor. Not yeah. A sponsor. Hashtag not a sponsor. Do you have a, a green apple Jolly Rancher in there? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. Oh, man. Anyway, yeah, that was just funny. I got my, all my blood work back, and they were like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but you're not healthy. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you notice this, but you're a huge man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, has anyone ever told you you're fat? You know, and you smell of red meat and beef jerky. <laughs> Only it, my ladies do. It's good to know you're one appendage in a fucking grave already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm already in it. I'm already in it. Oh man, what do we want to talk about today? We let's had, get down to brass tacks. Get brass down to brass tacks. tacks. Yeah, let's get down to brass tacks. All right, go for it. What is it? So, let's talk about marijuana. And let's mm. talk about... That's a big subject. It is. But I want to talk about where it stands in our state and then across the country as far as legalization. And what we think should be done with it. We live in Tennessee, by the way. Yeah. We do live in Tennessee. It is not legal in Tennessee. No. FYI. No. Although there have been, uh, there has been some legislation put into action to try and get it legalized medicinally. Uh, and there has been some uh, laws passed to lower the decriminalization of small amounts, um, but it is still for sure not legal on the recreational side. No, it's not. And I think Devin's looking some of it up right now. CBD, cannabidiol oil or cannabidiol, I think is how they pronounce it, is I've heard that it's legal in Tennessee and that you can you can use it for I mean it's good for people that have seizures for pain. Yep. There's all these things that you can use CBD for and I've heard that it's legal here and and I keep hearing that that's kind of how it happens in every other state that they they like slowly start kind of chipping away at legalizing for certain use and you know I heard I heard a statistic this is 2017 I heard 2020, maybe 2021, Tennessee is is legal. That it'll it'll take three or four years, like uh, completely, completely legal. Like, and, and I mean, and that that will bring in, I mean, a what, shit ton of revenue. It's unbelievable. Oh, Colo- yeah. uh, Colorado, I mean, we can look it up while we're talking, but 
Colorado has basically generated hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. I heard someone say that it was upwards of a billion, a billion more dollars to Holy their shit. to their state. Wow. It's unbelievable. The only problem is, is that it's not federally legal. It's only mm. legal at the state level. In, uh, as of July 19th, 2017, Colorado's marijuana revenue had surpassed $500 million. There you go. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And I mean... A bunch of potheads out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, here's the thing, though, and this is what this is what kind of annoys me about the situation is, like, for years, you know, people have been talking about legalizing marijuana, and it seems like the one big halt, like, halt or, or thing holding it back was is... I mean, let's be honest. It's the gov- the government's ability to tax it and control where it comes from and how people are getting it. Because if they can't make money off of it, they're not going to legalize it. Right. I can tell you from personal experience, going to Colorado and purchasing from a dispensary is the best fucking thing I've ever done in my life. The it's, best. It's thing. amazing. It's fucking amazing. It's amazing. Look, I can tell you, I was a I was an amateur before going into it, and I, I did not know what to expect or like what to what to do or the protocol or anything first off the people are amazing they're super nice and 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 i'm sure they get it like every day people coming in who have no clue um you go in uh they they make you show your id uh to the person at the counter then you go into a separate room which is where the product is um just like a regular storefront i mean everything is behind a counter nothing is like in front of you they have it all set up nice and neat with a, an ATM in there um, just so that you have access to it. Uh, they, I mean, they do take credit card as well, but they, I guess they prefer to deal in cash, whatever. Um, but uh, there was a, a little line in there. I literally, when it was my turn, I walked up to the lady, uh, said, hey, this is my first time. I have no clue what I'm doing. What do you recommend? And she goes, okay, well, what are you looking for? And I said, it's me and my wife right here, you know, visiting some friends just want to have a good time i'd like to get some edibles what do you recommend she was like well here's what i like and kind of gave me a breakdown about the gummies about the cookies about the different stuff i said you know she i'd like to get a joint something some like something mellow you know she's afraid she's going to have panic attacks from it all this different stuff you know she recommended a a joint that was a mellow high also gave me cbd pills in case she had a panic attack i mean it was the it was exceptional customer service in that yeah in, in that thing so, and literally i walked uh, sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no 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 and i know ahead. this is a long diatribe or whatever but um i literally walked out of there with a thing of gummies a thing of cookies a thing of like chocolate chewables a, a joint and cbd pills and it was like 50 bucks yeah it was it's, like nothing. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. And I, I was just reading, you know, tetrahydrocannabinol uh, is wow. <laughs> T- THC, THC, tetrahydrocannabinol. It says that it's the most famous and most abundant organic substance found in cannabis. It interacts with the receptors linked to the brain and nervous system. That's what gives you the high feeling. Cannabidiol is the second most organic substance, uh, substance found in cannabis. It does not interact with the same receptors as THC. Uh, it has an impact on the molecular level, and it's still being studied. You know, they're still kind of studying right. that. But early research shows that it can help treat ailments, including pain, anxiety, epilepsy, and seizures. One of my friends has yep. a son, Alan, who was on the show, has a son that has seizures. Awful, awful seizures. Debilitating. He... He's, you know, seven, 18 years old, and he can't even drive. 
Mm-hmm. He has no driver's license. He has to, like, for his birthday party, they got him a, like, $300 Uber gift certificate because he has to Uber all over the place. He can't drive because he has a seizure. That's terrible. So, but, I mean, they he, they have been begging his doctor to use CBD or to allow him to prescribe CBD, and this dickhead won't do it. Yeah. He won't do it. And and so, I mean, you're, you're like, look, I, I want to try it. I'll sign a waiver that says you are not responsible. This is not fucking rocket science. You are not responsible. Just write a prescription, and anything that happens, we will waive all whatever. Right. And he's just like, no, I won't fucking do it. it. I won't do it. And even though there is so... Alan showed me a bunch of stuff. There's a lot of studies that show people that have epilepsy and seizures and stuff will never have an attack again. Yep. Never. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I, uh, they have these videos where on people... On Facebook. And, and not that I believe everything I see on Facebook. No. Some of it's legit, though. But, I mean, some of those things are hard to fake. You know, right. someone who's got awful <clears throat> Parkinson's disease and is shakes so bad, they can't even function. And literally, and, like, minutes after being on, like, like cannabis oil or something, it's, like, gone. Yeah, and they, they speak like philosophers. Yeah. They're, they're like, this is who I am, and this is who I want to be all day. And they just have, like, they're calm and collected. It's nuts. And you can't fake that. I mean, it's like a, the video is like a time lapse. It's like no one comes in and, you know, gives them meds. Well, and, and here's, and this kind of, we talked about it on another episode as well, but it also ties into when you look at the sports side of it as well. You have, you have these guys who, I mean, they get their ass stomped. Every every Sunday or every day during the week, whether it's hockey or whatever the case may be, and all day long, you will have team doctors who will prescribe all types of medications, and opiates, are, yeah, that are that's killing their intestines and their kidneys and their livers. It's literally breaking them down. But heaven forbid they ever do CBD or or smoke marijuana for pain relief or try to do anything natural because they'll pop that drug test and that's a four game suspension. Mm-hmm. Like get the fuck out of here. But if they show up loaded with oxy yeah. and hydrocodone, yeah. oh who cares? who gives a shit? Yeah, these guys because opiates. I mean, they have drug tests that are really specific, but there are very general drug drug tests that cannot differentiate between heroin and just your standard opiate. Jesus. I mean, you could have guys that are strung out and using heroin because the effects are the same. It attaches to the same receptors in your brain. And, I mean, it's it's sick. It is. It's it sick. Is. It, yeah, I mean, and of course, you know, people have been saying for years that Big Pharma is on the side of, like, all these, these like, Jeff Sessions, that idiot. You know, all he these conservatives that are idiot. just like... You know, we ain't going to smoke no marijuana. They, they think that it's like the devil's lettuce, quote unquote. I was about to say the devil's grass. <laughs> I have been working in, I mean, of course, you know, I have a little bit of a unique perspective when it comes to this, but I've been working in addiction treatment for four years, and I can tell you unequivocally. I hope, un- you're, I hope you're about to say what I think you're going to say. Unequivocally, that marijuana is not a gateway drug. Thank you. Thank you. Now, statistically... People that smoke marijuana will have a higher likelihood of using other substances. Now, you can lie a lot with statistics. That doesn't mean that marijuana is a gateway. That just means that 
a lot of people that smoke marijuana also have a tendency to maybe potentially want to use other stuff. And it doesn't mean that they want to use those things because of marijuana. In my opinion, and just based off of all of the, the stuff that I've been through and all the research that I've seen and all the people that I've dealt with, I mean, I have a personal experience with this. Right. Alcohol is the gateway. Fuck yeah. 100%. Anybody that's like, yo, I smoked a lot of pot and then I went on to whatever. No, where did you start? Oh, I used to steal shit out of my parents' liquor cabinet. Well, and don't you, don't you also think that like, there has to be a side of it to where they've already got the traits that make them susceptible to addiction prior to whatever avenue they go down, whether it's alcohol or it's it's marijuana or whatever. The, like something has has given them an addictive personality to where they're gonna get it. Like they're gonna get addicted to whatever they pick out, whether yeah, it's food absolutely. or whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I know we're getting off marijuana and we're getting onto addiction. No, no, but no, like, no. But I mean, but that's that's still part of what we're talking about. Right. I mean. You know, just because you smoke a joint or a J does not mean that suddenly you're going to be like, I would love for some heroin. Right. You know, I, it just doesn't. But, Straight to heroin. Yeah. But people like, you know, alcohol kills far more people than marijuana ever will. Oh, yeah. And alcohol alcoholics are awful. They're monsters. They're fucking monsters, man. Like, no one has ever called me who's, like, really, really smoking a lot of pot. And we're going to talk about this, you know, it's addictive potential. You know, like, we'll, and we'll kind of, like, poll each other. Like, do we feel like it's addictive or not? But no no, no pothead has ever called and, and been like, I need some help. Fucking help me. Yeah. Like, you know, unless, fuck uh, you. Unless they get so high that they feel like they can't breathe or no. something. Well, I mean, yeah, you can have a panic attack, but, yeah. you, but you don't, you're not a monster. Right. You know, someone who's having a panic attack is not a monster. Alcoholics are monsters. Yeah. They're monsters. They are and their monsters. parents are monsters. Like, you know, because it's a, it's a hereditary disease. Um, I mean, we joke around in my industry all the time. We would love to be able to talk to nothing but heroin addicts all day. Someone will say, like, I need you to talk to this guy. He's an alcoholic. And we will collectively be like, oh, shit. Shit. He's going to be a fucking asshole. Yeah, because he's going to be like, well, I, you know, I can buy it at the local store. It's not like I'm a fucking drug addict. You're like, <laughs> listen to yourself. You know? Like, someone who's on heroin is like, um, yes, I would like some help, please. <laughs> you're like help me well like I, I can tell you for me personally when i'm on or whenever whenever I, I smoke smoke a bowl or smoke a fucking pipe or whatever and 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 do that as opposed to drinking the next day i feel like a million fucking bucks dude yeah like it actually has bucks it, yeah have you ever noticed that Devin? like when you smoke a little pot or you like do whatever i mean do you ever uh no, yeah. because he doesn't do it correctly. <laughs> Whatever, bitch. dude. Yeah. He doesn't know how to dude, smoke pot. I so yeah, we do just revealed I, dude, that I just Devin can't doesn't get high. know how to smoke pot. I've tried every way except for edibles. I cannot get high. He's, he smokes pot like those fucking candy cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to chew it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah. I fucking... I, I bombed on some candy cigarettes when I was younger. Yeah, anyway, beside good. the point, I cannot get high whatsoever. Don't worry. We'll take care of that. Hey, get me edibles. Moving right along. Bitch. Moving right along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving right along. This this episode's not about you getting high, yeah. Devin. This episode's not about marijuana, Christ Devin. Stop sake, talking. Yeah. Be a producer and stop talking. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, yeah, it's it's amazing. And, and look, I, I think, you know, all of us kind of work somewhat high-stress jobs. Yeah. Um, And there's a there's an aspect of that to where, like, if I come home and I just, I'm just chilling, I'm watching some TV and I, and I want to smoke a little bit, like, 
it's it's just so relaxing and so mellowing and you know i'm not out you know driving drunk or doing anything crazy and i'm not saying that like everyone who drinks like drives drunk or whatever is irresponsible but no but like I don't get an upset stomach. My stomach doesn't get tore up. You I don't might, get diarrhea. I, yeah, I don't get bubble guts. <laughs> um, you know, I might, I might be eat a little more food than normal, but my stomach doesn't get tore up from alcohol. I don't feel like shit, dragged down, or anything like that. And the next day, I swear to God, I and I, I don't know if it's just because I'm so relaxed afterwards or what, but I feel fucking great, like every time, without a doubt. Yeah, feel like Bradley Cooper and uh, Limitless. No, well, I feel that great. But not that clear. But yes. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, I wish I felt that clear. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I mean. I've come close to that. but no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, like, when I drink alcohol, excessive amounts of alcohol. Copious. Copious amounts of alcohol. <laughs> it's almost like my hands have, are like magnetic. They want to pick up my car keys and go get in the car. Yep. I, you just feel... They, there was a guy that sang a song years ago about uh, being an alcoholic, and he called it, it was like 10 foot tall and bulletproof. It was like Joe Diffie. Travis Tritt. Travis, Travis Tritt, Tritt yeah. yeah. Kept talking about being 10 feet tall and bulletproof. That's exactly how you feel when you drink. Mm-hmm. When you smoke pot, it's just not that way. Like, you know, if you get really good and stoned and you, like, need an oil change, you're like, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you just. I'm just going to watch Netflix. Yeah. I'm going to go sit in my yard and just stare at stuff. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna laugh at. Yeah, I'm gonna watch documentaries or yeah. whatever. Yeah, Zone out on some shit. Yeah, I'm gonna order oh, like a hamburger yeah. and watch some documentaries. Fuck yeah. Yeah, like you get like you get me good and liquored up. And I'm like, I want to drive around the neighborhood. Dude, why is that? Why do you Why do you think? I, I don't know. I, it's crazy. When I drink, I have no idea. I think I'm fucking Dale Earnhardt sometimes. Whenever I'm dr- whenever I'm driving drunk, I, I have all ass. I have left big black stripes at, at stoplights before, like. Jamming the brake, jamming the pedal, and lighting the rear tires yep. up till they're white smoking and just like pulling and I away. I don't know why that is. No, oh, just like you're talking about because you feel indestructible. Whenever yeah, you're- yeah, and you feel so tuned in, and you're not. Yeah, I have done some of the stupidest shit when I was drunk. Fell asleep, almost drove under a semi truck. Oh God, uh, scared me to death. Scared me to death. I, fi- I mean, I was asleep, not dozing. I was asleep. And you were like, fuck this, I'm smoking pot. Yeah, yeah, that's that was the day. <laughs> yeah. I was like, screw this. Change your life forever. I'm not gonna die. I'll lose my <laughs> job, but I'm not gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Which is unbelievable. It is. It's stupid. It's unbelievable that you that like right now, uh, I don't smoke weed anymore. But uh <laughs> right now I could go and, and smoke a bowl and two days from now, three days from now, get drug tested. And they're like, you know, we're going to fire you because I smoked one bowl. I could be reeking of whiskey, reeking of it. I can have whiskey on my lunch breaks. I've done it. Come back to work, work all day. No one gives a shit. Come back to work, eyes red. They pop you for a drug test. You smoked a bowl, done. It's stupid. It is stupid. It is stupid. You know, and we need to go in and legalize it. It brings in so much money. You know, there's there there's tons of science out there to support us that say that it doesn't it's it's not that harmful to people. Can it be addictive? Yes, it can be. I don't think I don't, it, think, I don't think it can. I don't man. think the actual substance is addictive. It's still people make yes, it addictive. Exactly. I still think it has to be a personality trait. Like you have to have something embedded in you, an addictive personality that is going to make you be 
because and may and, and I'm not just tying it all back to me, but like I've I've been on the verge of being an alcoholic before and I and I've seen how it is to be tied into that. And weed has never had any type of effect on me whatsoever like that. Maybe it's because I hate the act of smoking. Like I fucking hate smoking. It's it's not Really? I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. Are ever. you serious? I fucking hate You want smoking. to right now? No. I'll give you $100 if you smoke one. No, shut up. I won't smoke a cigarette, and I never have, and I never will. It fucking disgusts me. Now, I don't care if you do it. That's cool. You disgust me, Adam. You fucking disgust me. But I'm, I'm telling you, I fucking hate smoking. My parents, I grew up in a smoker's house, and I, I fucking, I have always hated it. I, I remember the first time I saw your dad. I just I looked at your dad and I thought to myself I was like I, that's like a pack a day two pack a day guy oh, yeah. right there oh yeah uh, I, and he camels too yeah 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 <laughs> camels. he just yeah. like takes he just rolls up tobacco he rolls his, yeah. he, he rolls his own now fucking bugle yeah oh dude, I, I've I actually, love bugle yeah I've I love always rolling to. my own cigarettes there is nothing I mean nothing like rolling your own cigarette and then smoking it it is fantastic it make you, you feel, feel like a man? you feel like fucking Cary grant yeah dude i was going to say I'm, i've always wanted to to roll my own cigarette you just like smoke it it's a pain in the ass like the old west the only thing you smoke is pole you bitch i know <laughs> yeah i get high off of it too yeah that's the only thing he does get high off marijuana of. doesn't get me high though <laughs> about six inches high <laughs> <laughs> look at me Fuck guys me, right Okay. Uh, Devin, yeah, I, seriously, rolling your own cigarettes is, is fantastic. Okay, so here's the deal. I know I, the, the the consensus is, no, it's not addictive, that maybe people that would ever say they're addicted to it are the people that are already hyper-addicted to everything. Easy now, yeah. Je- easy now, Jeff Sessions. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. So I sat with a doctor, and I talked to this doctor about, he's an addiction specialist. We talked and we talked and we talked and and about an hour in, I said, all right, it's time. Insurance companies do not think that THC or cannabis or marijuana is an addictive substance. They won't cover it. You can barely go to treatment. You can barely go to a rehab for saying that you have uh, substance abuse or or issues with uh, smoking pot or cannabis or marijuana. So, I mean, there have to be a lot of other social problems. Like you have to be like ruining your life and screwing your family over and losing your job. You got to have all this other stuff for an insurance company to be like, okay, obviously this guy's got problems. So I asked this doctor, I'm like, can you be addicted to weed? And I mean, without even thinking about it, he said 100%. Now there's two different kinds of addiction, psychological and then physical. Basically, you know, physical, your body is like hurting and you're in pain and you want withdrawal without it. Yeah, exactly. So you can go through, you can go through psychological withdrawal and you can go through physical withdrawal. And and I mean, there's, there's a, we could go It's like another whole episode about that, but he said, absolutely. You can be physically and especially psychologically addicted to it. Physically. Yes. So he said, I, he said, I have brought people into, into treatment programs that do nothing but smoke pot all day every day all i mean they'll use wax they'll they'll do edibles they'll smoke and when we pull it away from them they go through withdrawal like a heroin addict i don't believe it he said they do he said we we have had them writhing in pain 
They are, they're sweating and freaking out, and they go through all the psychological withdrawal, but they also go through physical withdrawal. I mean, psychological withdrawal, meth, psychological withdrawal. Cocaine, psychological withdrawal. You just get a little tired. Your body's just tired because it's finally shutting down, but psychologically, you're not all tuned in and jacked up, so you go through a lot of psychological withdrawal. Heroin and alcohol, hardcore physical withdrawal. Right. So he was like, people actually go through physical withdrawal. And, and, and I mean, I was like, come on, man. Are you serious? He said, I've seen it over and over and over. And he goes, what's crazy is, is there's no, you know, like alcohol has a protocol. If you're an alcoholic and you go into a treatment program, you have a protocol. There's like certain meds, Librium. and 12 steps. Yeah. <laughs> That's like AA and stuff. I'm, I'm talking about like for the physical addiction. Um opiates they have their own protocol he's like there's no protocol for weed like what do you give someone i i don't know you know but is the physical withdrawal cheetos <laughs> yeah here's a chicken leg and a, and a coke shut up <laughs> yeah is the physical withdrawals because of the psychological withdrawals before you answer that can i give a statistic sure the uh, national institute on drug abuse the nih uh, says that in 2015, about 4 million people in the United States met the diagnostic criteria for a marijuana use disorder. That's what they consider the addiction of, of marijuana, as they call it a disorder. Uh, and they said that 138,000 of the 4 million voluntarily sought treatment for their marijuana use. How do they measure that? I have no fucking clue. It's not real. Yeah. Nothing is real. I mean, that's it. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, the, the, according to this doctor, he was like, absolutely. But insurance won't cover it. So I think, and I read something today that was, we were, we were basically reading some stuff at work that was talking about psychological withdrawal and it was talking about physical withdrawal. So yes, Devin, to say, I, I, in my opinion, to answer your question, Psychological withdrawal, a heavy psychological withdrawal, can manifest itself physically as you become completely psychologically obsessed or, or your mind cannot function on a normal day or normal basis without feeding its substances. I think that your body will probably say it, it'll it, you'll start to become very uncomfortable and you'll be For sure. you'll be in pain and sweating and whatnot. Yeah, the, I think psychological withdrawal can manifest itself physically. There's no science to necessarily back me up. I mean, the body's nothing without the mind. Yeah. Don't you think though that like if you were, if you were constantly having to stay in a high state from weed, that there'd be something that you're trying to get away from, more than likely. Well, absolutely. Yeah. So you probably have psychological reasons that are driving you to addiction. As it, a yeah. As opposed to actually being addicted to the substance. Yeah, and we, we, we talked about that a little bit on my first episode. That, I mean, behind addiction, there are heavy, heavy psychological issues. Most people, the stories where people are like, yeah, you know, I, I was a football player and I was in pain. And my doctor said, you know, I'm not going to do opiates. The, the best thing for you to do is to just go home and smoke some pot and like that person just ends up being like strung out on pot or opiates or whatever. Like those stories are pretty rare. 
Yeah. You know, like I had back surgery and then like 10 years later, I'm like slamming heroin. It happens. It happens. And these people have no addictive personalities. They have no addictive personality traits. No obsess. Most people that are addicts have these really heavy obsessive tendencies. They obsess over everything. Right. So obsessing over something that makes them feel like they're floating on a cloud of titties, you know, like (laughs) why not? A guy described that to me one day. I asked him, I was just like, how do you feel when you inject, you know, your, your heroin? He said, I feel like I'm floating on a cloud of titties. (laughs) I was like, okay. He goes, seriously. (laughs) Yeah. It's the best thing ever. I feel like I'm floating on a cloud of titties. (laughs) Do you think the heroin feels that much better than like being high on like weed? One million percent. Anybody that's ever used heroin and ever talks to you about it. I'm sure it, you like feel it everywhere. Yeah, they say it, it's it's just like it's like heaven. It's the the most amazing thing you've ever felt in your life. Maybe I can get high off that. There are there there are yeah, I'm sure you could. There are studies that literally say this. Heroin is so addictive, and the addictive potential of, of opiates in that form, especially, especially when they're injected into your body, the addictive potential for those to hijack all your opiate receptors and all the receptors in your body, it's so high that all you have to do is use once, and you will be an addict for the rest of your life. Wow. No shit. There are lots of studies to back that up. That with heroin and fentanyl and all of these things, it is so strong. If you use it in, in like intravenously or you use it in, in that form, or maybe smoking it, snorting it, it's just so pure. You use it one time, your body will crave that experience for the rest of your life. God dang. Yeah, it's fucked up. So imagine all the poor sons of bitches that go to treatment and then get sober and then relapse. No, let's say they don't relapse. But they're still craving but it. But for the yeah. rest of their life, they crave it. You know, nothing feels as as good as that high. Nothing will ever feel as good as that high. You know, we're look, we're getting off track. But yeah, I mean, Devin, that you could probably say that about people that smoke pot. I mean, you know, like you said, they're escaping something. Devin doesn't even know what it is to be high. Yeah, That's it's true. So sad. I get high off of life. Yeah, right. I don't yeah, need right. drugs like yeah, marijuana. You know, Imagine like not being able to live every day without like having to smoke a bowl. Sounds like a pretty good life to me. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I think I think weed needs to be 100% legal. I think we should regulate alcohol sales a hell of a lot more no than we shit, do. No shit, dude. A hell of a lot more than we do. No shit. 100%. And I and like I I can tell you another thing, whenever I do smoke, I don't even I don't even like need to drink like maybe a beer just to kind of like quench my thirst or whatever. But like my like alcohol consumption or need for it goes way the fuck down. I th- look, I think it should be legal in every facet of its capability in the oil, pills, edibles, like whatever you can use it for medicinally and or recreationally. I think it should be legal in every format. Now, do I do I think it, it needs to be like once again like alcohol and regulated like the age and, and who it's sold to? Do I think it should be sold in Kroger's? No, fuck no, I don't. No. But I do think it should be legal and I think it, it should be legal in every format that it can be legal. I agree. And regulated. Just regulated. You know, the government loves to have their and hands. Tax in- it. It's all about the taxation. That's the yeah. only reason why it's not legal now. Yeah. I say a hundred percent. A hundred percent. 
The only problem is in my business in, in addiction treatment, if we ever legalize marijuana, boy, is it going to turn my industry on its head because there's a lot of science to say that you can use marijuana and you can use substances like, you know, CBD and THC and whatnot to help with withdrawal. So people that are going through heroin withdrawal or alcohol withdrawal, they smoke some pot, makes it a hell of a lot more manageable. So, so why is that going to turn it on its head? Because, I mean, we wholeheartedly believe that if you're introducing substances in your body, into your body, that they are affecting your mental health. They're, they're kind of, they're skewing your mental health, so to speak. And statistically, statistically, people that smoke marijuana or that are using marijuana have a higher likelihood of using other substances or drinking and whatnot. So, I mean, and you're already taking someone that has a lot of addictive potential and you're feeding them substances that have suddenly skewed their mental health, their, their mental state. And it's like, you're, you're basically throwing gasoline on a fire. That's how, that's kind of how people in the addiction industry think. So like my friends that are in recovery, uh, they are 100%. They're teetotalers. They, they will not drink, not use. They won't do anything. And teetotaler is an actual term, you dickheads. Y- y'all made fun no, of me. I wasn't time. judging. Shit. Y'all made, y'all made fun of me on Why another Why are you throwing podcast. us against the fence right now? <laughs> y'all made fun of me on another podcast because I said teetotalers. But, I mean, they. I tell them all the time, what if they legalize it? Nope. Will not do it. Will refuse. Cannot smoke weed because they know. Like, I'm going to smoke pot. And be like, wow, that feels great. I'd love to use some heroin. You know, it's just like that's how their mind works. It's true. I've done it once. Yeah, right. So I don't get high. I'm like gateway straight to heroin. Yeah, straight to heroin. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I don't know. I just, I think that the benefits outweigh the negative sides of it. Not to mention the crime reduction as well. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Has a lot to do with it. And the revenue. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this is a, you know, I mean, so many, so many people, so many kids like getting busted for having like a, you know, like a gram of weed, yeah, like catching jail time over a bud, you know? Yeah. It's like freaking... three big buds is like three and a half grams of weed. It's just crazy. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, we have got so many kids sitting in jails right now rotting away on stupid sentences because they had like a gram or two grams of weed while we have like complete and utter pieces of garbage walking around the streets that yeah. need to be in jail it's ridiculous well you got guys in this room with more cocaine in that than they're in their assholes <laughs> exactly yep I got an eight ball up my ass right now. Yeah. Hey, whatever it takes. Let's don't joke around about it. I had to put a guy in treatment one time and I had to talk to him about pulling the heroin out of his ass. (laughs) I'll never forget it. He was in an airport. (laughs) I'll never forget this. If I live to be a million years old, he was standing in an airport and he goes, Hey man, I mean, I'm not, I can't even, I I can't tell you how (laughs) fucked up this kid sound sounded, but he was like, Hey man. So I have a problem. Obviously, he did not sound like this, but I'm like, what is it? He said, uh, I have a, uh, I got a gram of heroin shoved up my ass. And I was like, 
are you shitting me? And he said, no, I would never shit you about something like a grandma was he heroin. On the, was he like next to you or on the phone? No, 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 no. He's on the phone. Why, oh, okay, why okay. would he be in the airport? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he I just walks up to Adam and like, hey, man, I, don't I, mean, I got a grandma heroin. heroin. I'm, just, I'm just trying to get my mind right in, in the situation. Yeah, so he, he was on the phone with me and he said, I have a gram of heroin in my ass. And I just, I was like, are you shitting me? He was like, no, I am not shitting you. Like, I would not He's shit like, you. I could shit right now. Yeah, I, I could, could shit I off this heroin. So I'm like, go into the bathroom right fucking now. And you peel that bag of heroin out of your ass. And you get rid of it. And he was like, absolutely fucking not. I'm not doing it. Because when I get to my destination, when I get to your treatment center or the city that your treatment center's in, I plan on taking that entire gram and using every bit of it right before I go in, just so I can be as high as a kite. This kid was a serial rehabber. He was a, uh, he's what we call, uh, you know, like a revolving door. He just is in and out, in and out all the time. Um, He doesn't understand relapse prevention. He just doesn't understand it. So he was like, I'm not taking it out of my ass. And I said, do you know what's going to happen? Like all the airports have body scanners now. You're going to stand up there and you're going to put your little arms above your head like the picture shows you in that body scanner. They're going to scan you and there's going to be a big, bright mass right in your ass. And they're going to know that you either have a big turd sitting in your ass or you have a fucking bag of something in your ass. And he was like, oh, man, I didn't think about that, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this the, the, gone are the days of a metal detector, you jackass. Like, they're fucking scanning you now. He was like, oh, shit, man. <laughs> I was like, they're going to see it. They're going to see it in your ass. I made him go into the bathroom. He 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 caught he he was in the bathroom. You could hear it echo, and he was like, "All right, man, hold on one second. Oh, and he no, like went God. and he peeled the heroin out of his ass. He was like, "Okay, it's gone, man. I can't <laughs> fucking believe you made me do that, man." And then he went to treatment. You know, I had to coach a kid through peeling heroin out of his ass. Yeah, that's a life story you can never uh, never erase. Yeah, I'll never erase that. Stand in a squat position. Yeah, crazy dude. Peel your ass cheeks. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never forget it. Reminds me of the time me and my brother used to have to uh, build build a toilet out of rocks. Terrible way to start that. <laughs> we're talking about spreading your ass cheeks. Reminds me of the time me and my brother yeah, were with brother. my dad. Hey, just we used let, to get lost in the woods. <laughs> just let me finish my story, goddammit. It reminded me of the time when me and my brother used to have to walk up our driveway, which was three quarters of a mile long, and we'd have to take a shit. So we would build we would build a toilet out of rocks. So we could take a shit. Because you didn't want to walk back home? Dude, three quarters of miles a long way after Dude. after being at school all day to have to take a shit, to hold a shit in for three quarters of a mile. That's right, because Josh and I had this problem with shitting in schools. Yeah, anyways. So, I was just saying. Um, yeah, so I think we pretty much uh, conquered the topic of marijuana and addiction. Well, for right now. Well, yeah. yeah. We could elaborate more on it. Yeah. What's uh, next? I don't know. Devin, think of a topic, brother. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we <clears throat> move past this marijuana topic, let me give you this little statistic. This is another pro for legalization of marijuana. So, New York Times published an article October 12th, 2016. Marijuana arrests outnumber those for violent crimes by 13.6%. Marijuana arrests were 
let's see, violent crimes were 505,681 throughout the U.S. And then, did I say marijuana arrests? No, you said violent crime arrests. Violent crimes, okay. Yeah. And then marijuana arrests were 574,000. So we're arresting people for, and this is small amounts. And this isn't like a, a trunk full of marijuana. Small amounts of arrest for marijuana. Half a million? Half a million. Jesus. God damn. More than violent crimes. So we're, we're and most of those people can't afford to uh, to post bail. So no. they're just sitting in jail. Think about what that does taking to up like room. taxpayer dollars. Like you're talking about, and that's, that's 500,000 that's 500, arrests, but that could be more than just like one person, essentially. Yeah, it's just stupid. That's fucking Violent dumb. crimes. Violent crimes. And uh, okay, uh, like, so I mean, violent you, crimes. You could just be like, you could have a headlight out. Yeah, so. And have so, like a gram of weed in your car. Mm hmm. And oh, you're going to jail. Yeah. Hopefully, you have $2,500 to post bail within it's, the next 10 days. And someone down the street's kicking the shit out of their old lady. Yeah. So, violent crimes include murder, rape, and serious assaults. And marijuana arrests were up 13.6% higher than those. Damn it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So it's like we're searching for, for some, you know, for a reason to arrest people. That's so fucking annoying. That literally makes my fucking butt blood boil. My butt boil. (laughs) Yeah. It makes my butthole boil out. That's just, I don't know that it just, it infuriates me because it's like, it's such petty bullshit and they're, they, they have people rotting away behind, behind bars eating up fucking taxpayer dollars, yep. taking up, you know, fucking cell blocks. Now, we, granted, this is just jail. Uh, not many people for marijuana go to actual prison. Well, I mean, even even still, though, like if you look where, you know, the county that I live in, you know, they have at the, the county sheriff's office, like they have like a, a jail holding facility that they right. keep criminals in. And I mean, you're, you're talking about still eating up. <clears throat> Uh, sells for them when we could have like major criminals in there instead of fucking a guy who got caught with a joint and he's in fucking jail. And again, going back to if you don't have, you know, a few grand, you know, backed up, then you're not posting bail. So you're just sitting there waiting for a court date, which could be months away. Right. Especially if you're getting represented by a fucking public attorney pro bono. Yeah. Bart Durham. Yeah. You see those Some fucking like Bart Durham commercials, suit. dude? Bart, oh, the Bart Durham those? commercials are unbelievable. Dude, yeah. they are painful to watch. Yeah, for people that don't know, we have a guy in Tennessee that's been doing legal work, and he's basically an ambulance chaser. He is. He's been doing chaser. it for years. His name is Bart it's Durham. him and his hideous fucking and his son. of a dad. Huh? <laughs> is Bart Durham the dad? Bart, Bart Durham, Durham is the dad. dad. Oh, well, yeah. then Bart Durham's a fucking hideous monster yeah he's a he's like a a troll he's a troll under a bridge but yeah he does these awful commercials yeah it's It's like like, hey we're gonna get you as much money as possible thanks we really need it bart Durham, call today yeah i was buying beer at the grocery store and someone ran over my legs (laughs) bart Durham got me a house that's, I mean, that, that'd, that'd be no, like a whole commercial with Bart Durham. Was that's like, it. I hope you really enjoy that house. <laughs> there that's one, it. There was one I saw today. It was, uh, it was this, let's see, how can I put this eloquently? A hefty black woman in a bed laying down in the yes, bed. Old, I've seen old this black one. woman. I'm so excited. And Bart, Bart Durham walks up and he like walks up to her bed and he's like, Oh, Miss Mabel, how you, how, how are you holding up there? And she's like, <laughs> she says, 
Now, Bart, my back show is hurting. My back show is hurting. And he's like, don't you, don't you worry about that. You just rest and get better. We're going to take care of this for you. And I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck Bart is I've this? I've seen one where this dude is sitting on a bench in like a park or the side of the road or something. And he walks up and he's like, hey, I know you haven't been eating much, so I brought you this sandwich. Yeah, and he's like, are you Thanks, fucking Bart kidding Durham. me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> that was the whole commercial. Bart Durham. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. There's one, like this this old redneck. He's like, you know, I, I, was, I was on the highway one day and a semi-truck ran over my car. And he's like, but ever since then, I've been able to, like, go after my dreams. And it shows him, like, <laughs> I swear to God. And it shows him at the, the like, um, the, like, drag racing track here in Tennessee. And he's got, like, this, this like, random helmet under his arm. And he's standing next to a Mustang. And then all of these, like, strippers come running into the scene. And they're like, <laughs> oh, my God. That was the most amazing race ever. And this dude, like, has never seen anything outside of a sheep in his backyard. And he's just got that look on his face. like you, he, he, It's like a deer in headlights. It's like a deer in headlights. And, you, you know, Bart and his son were behind the camera like, yeah. <laughs> I like how every one of their fucking commercials ends with them on the fucking pedestrian bridge with the sun glistening off Bart's <laughs> scaly-ass skin. Yeah. Yeah, reptilian <laughs> skin. Fucking lizard, man. Yeah. It's so God. bad. I'm trying to find a commercial on YouTube, but I can't find a good one. Uh, but, yeah, just, I, I, oh, no, you haven't been eating because all your money's going towards us, and we're really not doing anything much. for you. Here's like half a sandwich yeah. from here's, fucking McAllister's or something. Here's my, here's my leftovers from Panera. Hope you enjoy <laughs> yeah. it. He's like, thanks, Bart Durham. I really yeah. need this. Bart Durham, call today. All right, enough about Bart's shitty law service. Adam, what's what's new with Adam's escapades? I've been excited about this I have, since dude. the last one. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. I'm fucking stoked. I want to hear some stories. I love these stories. What is The last was, la- okay, so the description of last one. Yeah, the old, the fat, and the ugly. <laughs> yeah, that's where the last one left off. What you got for us today? It hadn't gotten any damn better. <laughs> yeah, it well, hasn't. Give, give us an update. So um, today, I was actually I was at work, and this girl, and, and we'll talk about this a little bit. This girl was like, "Hey, how's it going? Like, how how is everything on match?" And I'm like, "It fucking sucks." And she's like, "Oh, why? Why are you? Why are you so down on yourself? Like, why? You know, why don't you be positive about it? I'm like, shut shut up." Shut up. Just, it sucks. And, and so I go to the bathroom. While I'm in the bathroom, I get a notification that some girl had messaged me. And I look at it, and she's actually normal. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Whoa. she's That's normal. That's a far stretch oh, right there. Hold at on, least hold as far on. as I can, I can. Was yeah. it a bot? No. Okay. I've gotten plenty of bots, but she's she looked normal. Normal enough that we were having a conversation. So, listen, like, I listen. go to the bathroom, and I go have, like, a get a go. What were you going to say? I was gonna say you're you're insinuating that fat, old, and ugly people are not normal. I did. I absolutely. <laughs> you totally did. I absolutely. She was actually. I normal. mean, someone who's not one of those three. And categories. I already described what fat is. Fat is someone who's you overweight. Yeah, you broke it down pretty thorough. Yeah, like just doesn't want to help themselves. But uh, so if you haven't listened to the last episode, that's not my problem. Listen to the last episode. Uh, so anyway, she was relatively normal. Seemed normal, was speaking to me normal via message. And I remember I strolled back up the stairs and and, and the girl made some comment. And I go, well, I got good news. Uh, a normal girl messaged me on Facebook and she was like, 
yeah. Like, I'm so happy for you. And I was like, yeah, she's probably a fucking prostitute. And I just like walked off. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, seriously, because I can't be that lucky. So everything on Match is completely dried up. But someone on Facebook messaged you? Did I say Facebook? Yeah, you said Facebook. Oh, don't don't listen to what I said. Listen to what I mean. Oh, you meant Match. I meant Match. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, sorry. I didn't hear Facebook. Huh? I didn't hear Facebook. Yeah. I heard Facebook. I'm sure I said it. You did. Continue. I mean, match. Continue. Yeah, Fucking yeah, that's continue. fine. You, this is exactly what you did last time. You just kept interrupting. Shut up. Me. Continue. So everything is dried up. So I, I went on match, and and I I was so pissed off after our last episode because I've gotten I've gotten no traction. I can't get traction with anybody on match. I cannot do it, and I have still haven't gotten on on Bumble or Tinder. I haven't gotten on any of those websites yet. But I went on and I changed my profile up. And you know, you have like a paragraph that you can say about yourself or more. I guess, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm Adam. I'm huge. I'm not fat. You know, I love red meat and beer and women. And I love to have fun. And I love to sit on my back porch and drink wine and talk about sex. And all the Mad Max movies. Yeah. The Mad Max movies, maximum overdrive. I love to talk about all these things. So, I mean, that's basically me. Well, I went on, I changed it up. I softened it up. Mm. It's more like, Hey, this is Adam, and uh, you know I love to drink wine and Ooh. sit on my back porch, and you know uh, I'm smart and intelligent, and I have a quick wit, and uh, you know I, you know I, I, that's basically how my profile looked. And then, no, don't put your hand up. Wait, 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 hold on. No, I just had an epiphany. Oh God! Really quickly, I had an epiphany. I know what the fucking problem is. It's my segment. No, no, no. I know what the problem is. What is it? What is it? The women can't hear your fucking voice. So if you could it. describe this. That's it. If you could describe this on there, that's gold, man. There is a new feature on Match. Oh, tell us about it. That allows you to basically make like a little montage video of your profile and. Use your voice. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be a pussy slayer. Yeah, yeah. either that or a I fat and old feature. I think that's slayer. been around for years. Well, he doesn't know. He doesn't know how apps work. There's this new feature. It came out in like 2008. <laughs> There's this yeah. new feature. It came out in 2010. Uh, <laughs> I can record my voice. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I have this thing on my phone. It's called a speaker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and a microphone. Yeah. I had to I had to look it up on my Razor flip phone. Um, <laughs> so you, you changed your profile. I changed my profile. So I, so I do all that shit where I'm like, you know, hey, you know, it's me, it's Adam. I'm here. You know, it's it just all like sweet and soft and, and kind. And then I just flip the fucking script. It's like three or four sentences about how much I want to just like love you and and be comfortable and just like have a great time. And then I just stop. And I'm like, by the way, I think match fucking sucks. And online dating fucking blows. And I hate every fucking thing about it. So you went the cynical route. Just in case you're curious. But I'll tell you what we can do. If you want to be a real person and you want to have a conversation, ask me something. Ask me whatever you want to ask me. Ask me how much I weigh. Ask me if I've ever fallen down the stairs before. You know, ask me if, if I pick my nose at work. Like, ask me a fucking question. Stop judging me based off of a picture where you think that maybe I'm a little too big for you. What's the diameter size of your nipples? They're they're silver dollars. Silver nice. dollars. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. good they're, size. That's good. They're, they're thick. 
Now, are we talking pure nipple or areola as well? Areola as well. Fuck, yeah. could you imagine silver fucking dollar nipples? <laughs> <laughs> My nipples are as big as three fingers all rounded up. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to wear a fucking bra. Pasties. Pasties. <laughs> Every fucking day. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Now, match is awful, man. So, I said... So I changed it up. I said, you know, I'm not going to do any more of this bullshit where I'm just like, I, I mean, like every day of the week, I would find someone and go, oh, she looks cute. I love her profile. So this is what I would say. I would message her and I would say, hey, it's, you know, we talked about this last time, like how many dick pics these bitches get, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I, so, but, and I'm like, hey, it's Adam. Like, how are you? How's your day? Where do you like to grocery shop? You know, and <laughs> they won't fucking food. answer me. So you, there's read receipts. <laughs> read receipts are the bane of my existence. On Match, it's green for not red, red for being red. Okay. R-E-D for being R-E-A-D. <clears throat> right. So when you look at, you go back and you can click on one of the messages you sent and you can see that they've read it. That is mind-numbing. That they read it and they don't even like give you a courtesy don't response. Don't even give me a courtesy response. So I said that in my profile, too. I'm like, and for Christ's sake, like, say anything to me. Be like, you know what? I think you're fat and ugly. I'll respond because I love talking to people. Right. I'll just be like, well, fine, fuck you. Hope you have a good day. I don't care. Someone messaged me today. I was sitting at my desk. This is just how I am in general. And and I need I need to be able to explain this to somebody. Someone messaged me at my desk, and they were like, I don't know how in the hell you ever lived in Miami. It is awful here. Well, I don't know if you all know this, but I've never lived in Miami. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was really confused. I yeah. was like, mm. So it was from a random number, and I just stared at it. And I responded. I said, I'm pretty sure you have the wrong number because I've never lived in Miami, but I'm jealous. I kind of wish I was in Miami. And the person responded, they said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize I had the wrong number, and no, you shouldn't be jealous, because Miami sucks. Whoa, okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, man, that's crazy. And I, I like made, I said, LOL, and they were like, later. You know, it was funny. Like, I had a conversation with someone, I don't even know them. Right. I don't even know who they are. But we had, like, a funny conversation. And I, and I, and I, I basically put that on match. I was just like, say anything. Finally, you know, a girl does today. Who seems relatively normal. She's not again. very attractive, normal. but for Christ's sake, I mean, the ones that are so beautiful that I talked about last time, gorgeous. You know, no, no, no. It was gorgeous 70 pounds ago. Right. You know, <clears throat> so I talked to her a little bit and I did. I, I wouldn't, I mean, it was just like very, very cordial, like, Hey, how's it going? I like your profile. I really like what you said. I really hate match two. And I'm like, yeah, it blows and you know, whatever. But at the same time, I like, I just can't get any traction. So there was a few other girls like very, very pretty. What what you would assume is like seven to a 10, like, you know, let's say seven to an eight or nine, like very attractive, very attractive. Or they, they take very good pictures. Simple message. Well, I'm sorry. I I take that back. I, I flipped the script on these bitches. I was like, I said, I know, I call them bitches. It's awful. I flipped, I flipped the script the, on these, I these normal the bitches. I flipped the script on, on these, these beautiful women. I said, on one of them, I was like, have you ever fallen down the stairs before? I just asked her that. On another one, I was like, I'm doing this my way now. And I said something like, how much do you weigh? 
Cool. Damn, straight yeah. to it. That's blunt, bro. Yeah, I, I was just like doing it my way. I don't care. And of course, they all read the messages. And then never responded. Never responded. Never responded. It doesn't matter what I do. I am going to have to resort to dick pics. Or just saying dick pic. How about your silver dollar nipple pics? Yeah. <laughs> My hairy silver dollar nipple pics. <laughs> wow. Um, Actually, so- I, I mean... I need to change my passwords now. Harry Silver Dollar Nipple Picks is my password for like most of my stuff. <laughs> is, that, is that your uh, your second grinder account? Yeah. First yeah. one, Big Knuckles, Big Knuckles 13. 13. Yeah, and then Harry uh, Silver Dollar Nipple Picks. So do you think that the that part of your problem is also that you're limiting yourself just to match? Do you think you need to explore other, other options? 100%. But I am already so warped. From match. From match. Match is like the go-to. E-Harmony and Match, those are like the go-to. Those are like the ones where you go on there and you're going to find like a solid six or a seven or a five and someone who you really enjoy being around. You could probably have a nice little little relationship with. And, you know, Tinder, that's where all the smoking hot women are. Right. Bumble, the same way. Maybe like someone of your caliber would have more more of a – like more – progress and more success on that on the application maybe like grinder yeah i mean honestly yeah i would kill on grinder you would kill is it because you're a huge man i'm a huge man i'm a bear i don't know if you know this but you are a fucking bear gay guys love big old mofos like me they love them i get hit on all the time i mean openly hit on i love it the only problem is they all have penises right and I don't like penises. I like my penis. You know. But not ones on other men. I don't like strange penis. Strange penis. Yeah. So Match do, sucks. So where do we go from here on your online dating? So the only natural way for us to go, I'm going to have to get on Tinder and Bumble. Match okay. is awful. I'm going to keep, so I'm going to keep doing it my way. And we're going to have more material. And I'm gonna keep sending random shit to people, random shit. Do you and, think you're? Do you think you're cynical, like, or do you think that your your transition and profile is gonna come off cynical to people as they're like, this guy clearly is a fucking twisted. So I I need to change it up. Maybe I need to start my profile off with first and foremost. I want you all to know I love to make people laugh. I love to make people laugh. People have been telling me my whole life that I should be a comedian. There you go. Like, I love it. I love it. I love it. And then I'm going to go into a diatribe about how much I hate match. And then I'll flip it and be like, but I love wine. And I love warm summer nights wrapped up in a woman's arms. I love Uh, conversation. Huh? I love conversation. Yeah. I love to know about you. I want to enrich myself. Yeah, wow. I want you to tell me more about what you do and what you think. I should be recording this right now. You should be. Wait, we are. Ooh. Yeah. No, I mean like on video to put it on your fucking thing. Yeah. I need to, but that's the problem. If Match makes me videotape myself while I'm talking, you know, I look like I'm huge on video. I'll tell you where you need to go. You don't have to be lonely. E-Harmony. At FarmersOnly.com. FarmersOnlyFucking.com. <laughs> not a sponsor. J-Date. <laughs> J- I mean, I'm not Jewish. Go to Ebony. <laughs> Ebony.com. Yeah. I need to. I I get a lot of... Uh, I get, I'd probably get a lot of traction on that website. 
I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to do Tinder and Bumble. I don't even know how they work. I think Bumble, on Bumble. I'm going to be honest. I don't even know what Bumble is. It's just another dating site. But on Bumble, it's Tinder the same. You can never message a woman. You cannot ever make any contact with a woman. I think that's Bumble you're talking about. Unless she matches with you, too. I think I think Bumble's the one where like you can't you can't message a woman like they have to make the first move. Like they have to see you and make the first thing. If I'm not mistaken, I can't I remember. Exactly. So let's just it? put like this into uh, Say it yeah. again, Devin. Yeah, I think How it's do you like, spell like, it? like a bumblebee or B U M B L E. So let's just put this into perspective, the perspective that I know, the only perspective that I know, which is being on match. If I have to sit on a website and I have to wait for a female to contact me, I am <laughs> fucked. I'm fucked. You're going to die. I will die a celibate person. Look, maybe you just need to get on Tinder and you need to you need to knock out a couple slump busters. Slump busters. Slump busters? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I am in a slump. On the last podcast, it was weird. I listened to it again, and it, and it sounded like I said that I was sleeping with a lot of people. I, there was like something that I said that it was like, I was like, I'd, I'd do that all the time. Like I'd do that, and it sounded like I said I do that. But you're referencing that in the if that happened, if that happened would. in context, I'd, I would. I yeah. would. But it sounds like I say I would, or I do that all the time. Tubs of women all the time. Yeah. So <laughs> let's just get this clear. You know, no. I am not sleeping with a bunch of people. Yo, I went to bubble.com and it says shop. And I was like, what do you shop for your men and women on here? But it's like merchandise. For the love of God, if any of our female listeners out there are enjoying what they're hearing from Adam and his sultry, sultry man voice, please email us at obppodcast.com. No. Or obppodcast (laughs) at gmail.com. There we go. Sorry. OBP podcast at gmail.com. Send us your information and we will get you set up with this sultry, luscious man. With this yeah. huge silver dollar nipple man. Yeah, don't <laughs> stop talking about that. It's not one of his more have, admirable traits. I have tiny Brad Pitt nipples. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, are, that are pierced several they're li- times. They're little, they're like several little, times. Yeah, little pencil erasers. Let me see your nipples. Just show us your nipples. Yeah, Absolutely. Come on, show us a nip. No. Give us one nip. No. I'll everybody you, go I'll around. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Yeah, everybody go around. I, I'll show mine first if you want. Give me one nip. This doesn't make for good podcasting. Sure it does. No. We can do this off air. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I'm not showing you my nipples. Did you find some information on Bumble over there for Adam? No, fuck no. It just says live short make the first move. Yeah, for the women. And it says down. I don't think it's just for women, guys. All right, so here's your homework before okay. our next episode. Yeah. All right, do it. Get an account set up on Tinder. All right. Get an account set up on Bumble. Okay. And we won't go any further in that until until we see how that's going to okay. line up. So I'll try to do it immediately. I'll do it as soon as I can. Do it. Wait, can we spice this up? What? On one of those, can Josh and I make the account? Oh, yes. You pick the photo, we pick the profile. Yep. Okay. We pick the features. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, we'll we'll do that on yeah we'll Tinder or Bumble. Hits. Yeah. So you all. So I pick the pictures of myself, and then what? You all write the profile. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. I, there's other people on match. Hey, no, 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 no. Hold on. I want to pick the picture, too. If we're doing the profile, <clears throat> I want to pick the picture. Because, look, the whole point is is we're trying to get you hooked up. Yep. We're trying to find that special someone for you. So, we're hey, we're in it to win it. We're not going to be fucking no. around. Yeah, I get it. There's just so many awful pictures of me. I just don't take good pictures. So, which one do you want? Tinder or Bumble? Which one do you want to take ownership of? We'll take the other. We'll give you first pick. I'll take ownership of Tinder. Done. Yep. Uh, because Tinder, to me, is... Um, now, here's where it gets hairy, it, though. It just seems weird. Are we putting his account on our phones? <laughs> no, no, absolutely no, not. no, no, you are fucking not. I'd hate to have to explain that one to my wife. Yeah, yeah. me too. I'm trying to hook up with Adam. <laughs> my girlfriend's like, what, is that Bumble on your phone? I was like, yeah, but it's 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 yeah, okay because it's like uh, Adam's uh, yeah. account, and we're like posing as Adam trying to get him hooked up with girls. And <laughs> yeah. like, Meanwhile, they're e- e- emailing us titty pics <laughs> and putting them in our important folder. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm excited about this. Yeah. Yeah, that'll, that'll be, be fun. fun. That'll yeah, be we'll fun. Be. We'll get it done within the next few days. And then the next time that we record, we'll talk about whether or not, yeah, you know, I have any traction. I can virtually guarantee that I'm going to get zero traction. No, no, no. We're going to get you some people. We're gonna represent you as a Mac Daddy. Yeah, yeah. I wish. I'm pretty eloquent with my words. Are you? Yes. yes. I mean, yes. have you heard me? Yes. I'm pretty eloquent. No, you're good too. No, no doubt. Yeah, you're good with hey, words. It, it is. I'm I gonna say what? look. You're good with words. You're terrible. I'm in, at selling I'm in the yourself. business. Yeah. I'm in the business of selling. I'm gonna sell you like you're a fucking used car. Well, mm. I'm a salesman too. You douche. I know you are. But it's hard to sell yourself. Because then I get cynical about it. I'm like, fuck you. If you don't like me, fuck you. Right. You know, that's that's probably how it sells cars, too. Tell me about this camera. You know what? Fuck you. If you don't like it, go fuck yourself. If well, you don't fuck, like this, I guess I'll buy the camera. Yeah. If you don't like this shit brown camera, fuck you. Yeah. It's not my fucking problem. Yeah. If you don't like this 86 Datsun, fuck you. Yeah. This is an 81 Honda. <laughs> I need a cigarette. Do you, do you need a cigarette? Yeah. Do you have any? Do you want to go get one? Do you have any? Wait, do you have cigarettes? No. Oh, okay. I need a fucking Black Abbey is what I need. A what? I need a Black Abbey. You need another beer? Yep. I think this is probably a good place for us to uh, say goodnight. Salutations. Yeah. Pretty interesting episode. we got a lot of homework to do before the next one, so let's go ahead and uh, shut her down. Yeah. This is Devin. This is Josh. This is Adam. Thanks, guys. See you.